Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. I started in myeloma nearly 25 years ago. And at that time, the average expectation of life in someone with myeloma was maybe one to two years. But even just in this last 10 to 12 years, we have doubled, if not tripled, the average survival of patients. I saw a new patient this week, and we had this conversation that based on what we've done over the last decade, my expectation is that patient's going to live more than 10 years. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Kansas Jayhawks are your men's college basketball national champion. We had one of the greatest basketball games we have ever seen, especially in the Final Four when UNC beat Duke. Then we got the largest comeback, one of the largest comebacks in championship history when Kansas was down by 16 points to come back and beat North Carolina in the national championship game. The championship is back with the Jayhawks. Bill Self gets his second one with the Jayhawks. Uh, we will talk about that game. And also, the Los Angeles Lakers are out of the playoffs. This might be the thing that brings America back together as one, with the Lakers being out of even the even the play-in game. We are going to discuss Kansas Jayhawks, North Carolina, discuss the Los Angeles Lakers, Today on this episode of the Coach Steve Show podcast. All right, let's get after it.
Welcome back to another episode of the Coach Steve Show podcast, everybody. Before we dive in, make sure you do all the little things. Uh, if you're watching it on YouTube, please hit the like button and the subscribe button. Uh, leave a comment in the comment section down below. But really hit that subscribe button and the like button. It really helps out. The algorithm gets the show out there. If you're listening to it in audio form or it can be found wherever you listen to your podcast, please give it a review. Give it a rating, especially on Apple. If you could do those little housekeeping items for me, that would be fantastic. This podcast is brought to you by the Belly Up Media Network. If you go to the old one, uh, it's called bellyupsports.com, but it's now Belly Up Media. There's something there for everybody, podcasts, blogs, uh, different things for everybody. So go check out check out the Belly Up Media Network. This podcast is also brought to you by Coach Stone Football and is back to the basic books and drills. All you football coaches, I know that you want to get some drills. You want some ideas. Uh, you want to be simpler. You want to be more basic. Well, that's what Coach Stone has done the work for you. So if you go to CoachStoneFootball.com and click on Back to the Basics Drill Manuals, you can. there's tons of books, tons of stuff out there for you to get different drills. Because we're now coming up. Some of you are in your spring ball. I don't know what spring ball is, but apparently that's something where high school guys can have practices in the spring in Illinois. We don't know what that is. But we're coming up on the summer, so if you just want some different ideas, uh, go support a coach that works really hard for football. CoachStoneFootball.com. So we are now the, – the college basketball season is now over. We're done. The national championship has been crowned. Bill Self and the Kansas Jayhawks bring the championship trophy back to where basketball was created, back to Kansas uh, nice to see Kansas win at something. This is one of the only sports that they can win at. But they were a great team all year. They actually flew under people's radar, and I think they liked that. Even though they were a one seed, even though they played in a good conference for basketball, even though they were beating teams in the tournament, even though they shot terrifically versus Villanova, that was the first time I believe people really started to talk about Kansas. They were a team overlooked, even though they were a one seed. All the focus was on North Carolina because they sent Coach K off into the sunset, where he, I hope everybody heard that, where he there was a picture taken with Coach K and his wife walking, and he wants it photoshopped where it's them walking away from the sunset. All that stuff. So Kansas being a one seed was still not looked at as a potential champion by most. Some, yes, but not all. First, before we dive into that, what is up with the national championship game on a Monday night, number one? Number two, why in central time, why is it at 820 at night? What would that be in California time? Like five, six thirty, maybe. So maybe it's okay for them. Could you please make it like six thirty or seven Central Time? Because what about your East Coast people? Eight twenty—that is nine thirty their time on a Monday. Now I get it. The Final Four is on a weekend. Do you really want to give them a full week to the next Saturday to play the national championship? You do that for football; they get some time. I don't like college football championship being on a Monday. I don't like the college basketball championship game being on a Monday night. I don't like I like the Super Bowl being on a Sunday, but I also don't at the same time. Can we please change that up? If it was a Saturday night or if it was a Monday night, I don't know, make it 7 30, 7 o'clock. 
Yes, maybe some of us wouldn't get home. I get it. But but make it a Saturday night. Hell, even make it Sunday night. I don't care. But can we stop that number one? But this, we had just come off a great, fantastic game that could have been, it was national championship hype, I believe, level when UNC beat Duke. We come off of that. Then we come to this championship game. Now, it started off a little slow. Uh, Kansas, you know, jumped out, I believe, to a 6 7 nothing lead. And then UNC just started to become UNC. Uh, and it was rough at the beginning. And then near the end of the first half, UNC really started to pour it on. Uh, they started to hit their shots. Kansas was turning the ball over. They were... Kansas missed a ton of layups in that first half. A ton. They were getting to the basket. They were either getting blocked just missing a tough shotted layup. And you started to wonder, at least I did, like where was that shooting percentage from Villanova? Did they use all the gas? And coming into this game, I am on record of saying this for North Carolina. Did they use all their emotional energy with Duke? And at the beginning, it seemed like it. And then it turned into, oh, never mind. We're, we're North Carolina. We're, we're fine. And they started to rebound pretty well they were shooting a ton of free throws Kansas was fouling a lot they were disrupting down low they just played really well in the first half and then they were up by at least 16 points and Kansas just looked like a team that was out of sorts but as you're sitting there watching this going you're just waiting for Kansas to explode again I said the only way North Carolina could really beat Kansas is if they could control the pace from Kansas, because Kansas is very good at pushing the ball. But in that first half, North Carolina was very good at pushing the ball themselves. The way to beat Kansas is you're going to have to out-rebound them, but you're also going to have to keep them out of the lane and hope they don't hit the shots. And then North Carolina is just going to have to play tough consistently the entire game. And my whole thought process was, can they keep that up after such a emotional game versus Duke, a energy-draining game versus Duke, keep up the whole game. There are going to be points where they are going to play that way, play tough, play fast, because it's not a championship game, adrenaline's going to kick in, all that good stuff. It's going to happen, but can they consistently do it? But North Carolina also battled different things in the game. Uh, they had injuries. They had injuries. Um, you know, Andrew... Basic, Basot, I think that's his name. I was listening to it. But they had different types of injuries, and different things that had built up. Uh, Brady Manick, he took an elbow to the face. Then he took another slap to the face in the first half. and then, But he still shot well, but still. It's getting hit in the eyes. It's getting hit in the head. Um, Caleb Love had twisted his ankle. Uh, the Johnson for North Carolina threw up on the court. And then coming into the game, Basic or Basad, I, I think that's how you say his name, and I apologize. He hurt his ankle during the Duke game, so he looked hobbly in the first half, and then as the first half was going on, he started to play better because adrenaline's kicking in, he's very competitive. Um, hurt his ankle, he, he, he had that hard step, and his foot went this way, ankle went this way. Um, so they battled that, um, and so that was a bad rolled ankle. Um he, that that really took away from them because that's a big guy to have. Um, 
So they dealt with those type of injuries, and then they started to deal with Kansas starting to play better in the second half. Um, and you know, North Carolina being up by 16 at one point, then at halftime, you know, they're up 40 to 25. That's huge. You start to think, you know, UNC is going to win, but again, you cannot let Kansas battle back. Um, if you want to look on paper, you know, the Jayhawks shot 43.9% from the floor. They shot 35% from three. Their free throws, they were 8 of 14. North Carolina shot better at the free throw line than against Duke. They were 18 of 22. Most of those came in the first half. Free throw percentage for North Carolina was 81%. Now, North Carolina did out-rebound Kansas, which is a good rebounding team, 55 to 35. Um, Where it started to get away from them was Kansas had nine turnovers. Most of those were in the first half. They did not turn the ball over much in the second half. North Carolina turned the ball over 13 times. Their largest lead was 16 to give that up. Do believe it was the largest comeback in the championship history. Um, You know, one of the things that I talked about before with North Carolina, and this isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's how you coach your team. It's how it's built. Villanova kind of ran into this. I think you have to go more than one or two deep, especially when you're in the championship game and you're at that point. Now, again, North Carolina can get away with it because their first five are pretty good. Um, But you're only rotating two guys off your bench. Kansas had four guys come off the bench. Now, watching Illinois, we do the same thing at times. Sometimes we only bring two or three guys off the bench, and that's fine. Again, it all depends on the team. Are they ready for this? It is a championship game, so you want your best of the best out there. But I think that's another reason why Kansas was able to kind of survive the fire, survive being down 16, being down 15 at halftime because they were able to get guys rotated in and and get fresh. Now, there was a little bit of foul trouble here and there. McCormick had four fouls. Uh, Braun had three fouls. So there was a little bit of foul trouble. They had more fouls in North Carolina. But uh, the way to do this is to, to try to outlast them, if that makes sense. And I'm not judging North Carolina. They had a great year, first year head coach, beat Duke twice, and knocked, you know, got to the championship game and nobody thought they would. They were the eighth seed. I am not taking away at all from the coaching. I'm not taking anything away from the play. But eventually, when you can't rotate that many guys or you're just going to leave those guys out there, this can happen now. They almost won with it, so that's why it's really hard to really "quote unquote" criticize it. But you know, when you look at that, that has to me that has to look like a a factor. Um, and then the, again, injuries. Um, so that's why people question the throwing up. Are they out there too long? Are they playing too much? Anything else? But again, who are we to judge the coaching? Because uh, we're not in the team practices. We're not a part of it. Um, but again, another great game. Uh, Kansas had to battle back and make some shots, start to hit some of their layups. Um, You know, you had Martin off the bench with 14 points, and then their starters, two guys with 12, two guys with 15. Um, Then for North Carolina, that's kind of why you think you rotate a guy and try to get them points. They had two guys with 15, two guys with 13 off the bench. They had a guy with 11. Um, Came down to just shooting. Uh, You know, Kansas shot – had a better shooting percentage, had a better three-point percentage. 
And when Kansas missed all those layups at the beginning, you know, in the first half, that they'll start making those in the second. Um, and North Carolina just started to miss some shots. Uh, but again, a great game. North Carolina could have won this. Kansas winning seventy-two to sixty-nine. I just think a factor of it was the fact that Kansas could rotate four guys. You know, Martin played 21 minutes off the bench due to a little bit of foul trouble. But to bring a guy in for two minutes and get them a break, guys, seven minutes to get a break, three minutes to get a break. And so when you're able to do that here and there, um, because if you look at the minutes compared to starters, uh, Kansas, guy played 34. They're starters. as they're starters. There's 34 minutes, 29 minutes, 27 minutes, 40 minutes, 37 minutes. Um, for North Carolina, it's 38, 36, 40, 36, 30. And so that's just a ton of minutes, just, just a ton of minutes. And when a guy's able to rotate in a minute or two uh, and everything else, and the fact that Kansas, again, they can play fast pace up and down. And so when they play up and down fast pace, North Carolina can't also, but that's what Kansas is built on. Again, you know, people talked about Kansas right before COVID. Kansas had a really good team, probably a better team than they had now. And so this has been built up to try to win this championship. You know, they talked about in that COVID year, Kansas was probably going to be one of the favorites to win. But after seeing this, if I'm Kansas, I'd rather fly under the radar and win the national championship. But not judging that, but just when you're trying to look at it on paper, you know, North Carolina rebounds, so you'd think they'd be in a position to win. 81% from free throw, they're in a position to win. But again, it comes down to turnovers. Kansas took care of the ball later on, 13 turnovers North Carolina. Only bringing in two off the bench. And one of the guys you bring off the bench only plays two minutes. That one plays 18 minutes. So does that have something to do with it? Maybe. Um, some teams aren't blessed to be able to do that like a Kansas. And I think Kansas was kind of forced to because at the beginning, you know, McCormick ended up getting a couple fouls. Life off the bench ended up getting four fouls too. So you had to rotate different guys in. I just think that has a little bit of something to do with it. But it was an absolutely great game. Uh, it was a line eye hell because we were watching North Carolina, who beat Illinois in 0405, uh, to, to not have us win the national title that year. And then you have Bill Self, who won a couple, no, maybe, you know, did a little well with Illinois while he was there, but then left to go to Kansas, wins his other championship. Um, but now again, we were very, uh, spoiled to have that type of game with North Carolina and Duke. And then we're very spoiled with a comeback like this from Kansas to beat North Carolina. I'm sitting there watching going, North Carolina's going to win. The momentum they had, especially in the first half going into, into halftime, I said North Carolina's going to win. If, if Kansas keeps playing this way and they can't hit layups, they can't, you know, the, the, the turnovers will eventually start piling up. They are not going to win. And they came out and played tough. They battled through it. They did not, you know, they looked a little rattled at times in the first half. But then just really finally started to turn it on. Um, so congratulations to Kansas. National championship, once again, I think the first since 2008. So it's Bill Self's second. They finally bring it back. Again, you can read and talk about it. It has been built up. The players they had in that 2020 year was really, really good. It was a really good team. And then last year they didn't, you know, uh, you know, get to their expectations. But, you know, talked about this has been built up for a while. Um, so congratulations to, to Kansas, bringing it back to where basketball was created. Uh, 
And so now college basketball is now over. So we will start to pay attention to recruiting. We'll start paying attention to the transfer portal. We had talked a little bit about Andre Corbello gone in, Adam Miller's back in. You got most of, there's no scholarship players left on LSU's basketball team. So that'd be the next thing for college basketball recruiting, uh, the transfer portal, uh, watching who Illinois recruits for me uh, to see who they're going to bring in to try to re, you know, not rebuild, but to reload and, you know, try to get past the round of 32 to compete for the Big Ten championship. Um, so we're moving on in the podcast, uh, keeping it basketball related. I could not resist talking about this. The Los Angeles Lakers with the King on their team. With Russell Westbrook on their team, with Anthony Davis on their team, with Carmelo Anthony on their team, uh, I believe this is the most all-star combined players, however you want to say it, ever since the merger on one team. You would think when I talk about this, they would at least make the playing game right. Wrong. The Los Angeles Lakers with the King are out of the playoffs. They are out of even the play-in game. And we are happy. This is great. This is what will bring people together. The people that don't like LeBron James, this will bring it back. We will be, we can get along again. This people, we can bring this together. We have a common thing. LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers after their loss where LeBron didn't even play. They are out. They're out of the playoffs. And it's glorious. Glorious. Because you have the guy that people call the king. Proclaimed the best basketball player on the planet. And he didn't make the playoffs? What? They're not going to make the playoffs? Man, oh man. Here's the thing, and I'm going to repeat a lot of my LeBron things from before on a different couple podcast episodes, I guess. Here's the thing. This is going to go towards some of you LeBron fans, some of you guys who won't listen to this on you know, ESPN or Fox Sports, who proclaim that the Lakers would win the championship this year, but they didn't even make the playoffs. And the reason why they say they're going to win the championship is because of the players they have pulled together. Now, And, you know, you have Russell Westbrook, you have this, this, and that. You have Anthony Davis. And because of LeBron James, they're going to win. And when LeBron was scoring a lot of points this year, you know, people saying he should go after the scoring title and he's score points and do this. Oh, he's mad because people don't look at him as a scorer, even though he can. All that type of stuff. They're not in the playoffs, are you sure? The reason why this is funny, the reason why we love this is because all you hear about how they're going to win a championship. They need to make a statue of LeBron James for the Lakers. 
you guys realize this is probably the worst season in Lakers history, right? This is probably the worst, okay? They're way below 500. They're not going to make the playoffs. They are 11 in the West. They are 31 and 48. And the reason why this is funny is because when LeBron is quiet and LeBron doesn't talk too much to the media and he doesn't do much on social media talking about it, does pretty well. You know, his first time in Cleveland, he didn't do it as much. Then he started to like, I don't know if he came out of a shell or anything, but it started going to Miami. Then when he went back to Cleveland, if you remember, he was just kind of like, I don't know, we're going to try to bring a championship and everything else. But when he starts to go dark mode, playoff mode, like when he was the Lakers the first time, say, all right, going off social media, playoff mode, and then they go like 3-13 and 13 or 3-15 and 15 with him. Then he shuts it down, then he puts the picture on Instagram. I'm not supposed to play with my thigh. When he plays the narrative, when he talks, like when he tweeted this and deleted it later on, I believe he deleted it, keep talking about my squad, our personnel ages, the way he plays, he stays injured, we're past our prime in this league, etc., etc., etc. Do me one favor, please, in all caps, and I mean please, all caps, keep that same narrative energy when it begins, that's all I ask, thank you, with a crown. Man, who am I to not bring that same energy, LeBron? You did it. You made the playoffs. No, you didn't. You can't even make the playing game, which you complained about, saying it was dumb. But you needed it last year to make the playoffs. Then you get swept by the Suns. You were fighting. Well, excuse me. You weren't fighting. The team was fighting to try to get into the playoffs. Because here's the thing with LeBron. He didn't even play in the games that matter. They had to try to win out these games to even think about getting into that playing game. And he doesn't play. He did that April Fool's tweet of, you know, he tweeted like, oh, I'm out for the rest of the year, blah, blah. Well, then he really was. He airballed that three afterwards. Then he didn't play. Like, here's the thing. Do you really think, no matter, unless, even when Michael broke his leg or his ankle, whichever one it was, He always tried to play. Then they put him on the minute count, and he hated it. Kobe broke his finger. Kobe tore his Achilles and walked in to shoot the free throw. Kobe had hurt knees. Kobe broke his nose and did all this other stuff. If this was Kobe Bryant, if this was Michael Jordan, they would, and you had to win out to get into the playing game and think about the playoffs, you best bet every amount of money you have and your house and your car put your children up they would have played in this game I would have way more well I don't know if I have any respect for LeBron but I wouldn't even if he played yes I would say oh because him they didn't win but I would whatever if you want to call it a little bit of respect or you know acknowledgement of hey at least he was playing while he was a little banged up to try and play And then here's the other thing that's, you know, whatever. And it's funny to me. And people talk about it. People are blaming. Okay, before I say this, I understand. Injuries happen. But, and talk about, I get it. Injuries happen. Injuries are a part of it. Injuries are maybe part of the reason why maybe this didn't happen. But LeBron played. He sat out some of it because he got a little banged up. But, again, if you're as competitive as you say you are, you're a quote-unquote the king, you say you're the greatest of all time, 
you would do anything in your power to be on the court, to show to your team that you're going to do what it takes, to show to the fans, to show what it takes to try to win and get into the playing game. You don't have the drive as that guy. You don't have the drive like Michael Jeffrey Jordan. And it's okay. They're different beasts. It's okay. It's okay, LeBron. It's okay, LeBron fans, to admit it. But here's what I'm seeing and hearing. Well, we're disappointed in Anthony Davis because he needs to be scoring 35 a game. We're disappointed in this. We're disappointed in that. Well, they're old. And here's the thing with LeBron fans that I've always said. There's proof. You look at like Nick Wrights of the world. We're back in like October or September, even with Russell Westbrook, which we all knew wasn't going to work. Ah, they're going to win the championship. They may not be pretty high in the playoffs, but if they could just get into the playoffs, they're going to get to the championship and win. But then it comes to this point, and it's, well, LeBron was scoring a lot of points, and, you know, Anthony Davis wasn't doing this, or this wasn't doing this. We all could have told you that was going to happen back at the beginning, but you want to say they're going to win the championship. Then when the time is here, when they don't make the playoffs, you're going to retract some of those statements. And that's why I don't understand why some of you have jobs in sports. That's why I understand why some of you LeBron fans can't accept that fact. I don't understand it, guys. Get some help, or you and I can have a conversation, and we can talk it out. But if this doesn't sh- doesn't go into LeBron's legacy a little bit of he didn't try to get the team to will in there, and I don't count that damn bubble championship, which he claimed was, he's like, I won the two toughest championships, the bubble and then being down three to one. The three to one, I can give some credit and respect for. There, there's no debate on that. Yes, LeBron fans, we were on the same page. But that bubble you're telling me was the hardest because you had to stay in a hotel room. Oh my God, look at this food. Where you're getting still paid millions of dollars when people out there lost their jobs, didn't get money. Uh, now it's coming around where, where they weren't paying their mortgage, weren't able to pay their rent. Now it's coming back around where they may have to owe that money. And maybe they still haven't recovered because they were living paycheck to paycheck. But by God, you had to complain because you had to go play basketball for a few weeks, stay in a nice hotel, complain about the food, but you got to play basketball and get paid millions of dollars. Quit. Put your complaining ass into retirement so we can be over this. Done with it. Go retire, LeBron. But you want to sit there and try to play with your son in the NBA, which sounds kind of cool. But what makes you think a team don't want to sign you at that point because of this? Because you can't suck it up and go out there and play. When you get paid millions of dollars upon millions of dollars upon millions of dollars, you're a billionaire, LeBron James. Do your job and play and give it all out there to try to win to get your team into the playoffs. But you can't. But you can't. Injuries are a part of this. I understand this. Is he and he is one of the best players we've ever seen. He is older, but where I'm coming from is say that at the beginning of the year. Hey, he's older, can't do some of this. And I will sit there. We wouldn't have this conversation. I'd sit there. Okay, I appreciate that. You came out and said he well, he's a little older. He's not gonna be able to do as much stuff like that. Yeah, he has to rely on other players a little bit. Then you and I, whoever would say that, 
are all on the same page. We're all cool. It's all cool, man. But this is hilarious to me. I love it. I absolutely love it. And most people love it because LeBron just says a lot, talks a lot. What I love, regardless this is true or not, here's a couple things, and it kind of points to LeBron, but it points to some other NBA players I just want to put out there. Floyd Mayweather, regardless, I don't know if this is true or not. I saw this, if it's true or not, whatever. They will play a couple games and take a couple games off. That's not cool. With that type of money, if you're not hurt, you need to be out there playing because these people pay a lot of money for the NBA players to entertain. And I've said that, you know, it's been, you know, Michael's going to play all the time. Kobe's going to play because a person has paid a lot of money to come watch you and you've decided not to play. Decide not to play. You know, and it is what it is. Um, but that's another point for LeBron James that I just, people don't want to talk about. And okay, you don't want to talk about it, cool. You don't want to admit it, Cool. But what's really funny is you got guys like Nick Wright, and here's the thing. Because LeBron's the greatest player ever, he yes, he can keep the Lakers afloat with AD sidelined. All the Lakers need to do for the rest of the year is play above 500 basketball. As many issues as they've had this year, I think they can beat Golden State in a seven-game series. Like, are you kidding me? And then, like, another part right here. Before the season... You know, LeBron fans, scoring doesn't make you the GOAT this season. Once LeBron passes Kareem on the scoring list, he's the GOAT. Like, that's the type of stuff you hear about LeBron fans. Something else you want to talk about. LeBron has never been a one or a two seed in the playoff as a member of the Lakers. It'll be 1,750 days between him signing with L.A. and his next opportunity to do so. And then, like he just walks out of the building when the time when they're lo- they lo- they're losing, it's you know it's done. Walks off the court, and that's not the first time he's walked off the court. Not the first time. Did it with he especially did it when they played the Celtics. Um, just just really, it's just really a good time for me. Uh, missed playoffs churning before churning 39, Michael zero, LeBron four. Uh, so that's just some funny stuff. So Lakers are out of the playoffs. And does the entire 100% of the blame have to go on LeBron James? As, as most normal people would say, no. It does have to kind of be spread around. But LeBron has to take most of the blame. If you're going to take the credit for scoring points or winning a game, you have to take the the losing credit as well. And I've said that a million times, especially about LeBron and with you LeBron fans. Again, does all 100% fall on on him? No, but you have to give him a lot of it. Because if you're going to self-proclaim yourself the king, talk about being the greatest of all time, talk about you're better than so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so, LeBron fans, then give him the blame. That's what I'm really don't, like, I wish I had a podcast during Kobe Bryant's time because I'd probably sit there and say, yeah, the team didn't do as much. 
yeah, Kobe probably scored 50 points, but when you talk about a win and this and that, maybe we're done different. And that's the thing with LeBron this year. Okay, people are talking about all those points he's scoring, but sometimes, well, sometimes they lost the game. So then you have to sit there and say, okay, he's scoring 35, 40 points, 50 points, but they're losing. So LeBron sit there and go, okay, well, what can I do different? But you guys will find an excuse, but... The Lakers are out of the playoffs. It's glorious. I love it. This will bring people back together, hopefully. Um, now LeBron can go off and find different things to complain about, find incorrect politic things to say, make you know ignorant comments, talk about how he's the greatest of all time. We got to deal with that. Hopefully he retires and we don't have to deal with it. But the Lakers are gone. LeBron's, we don't have to hear about him the rest of the NBA season, uh, which which is fantastic. We love it. Um, and this will bring everyone back together and we will be just friends again. We'll be friends again. Um, but that wraps up this episode of the coach Steve show podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening and or watching again, like, and subscribe, uh, give it a rating on Apple, leave a comment in the comic section down below, share it out. If you can just do those housekeeping things, um, check out all the affiliates in the description below. Um, check out all the other episodes, uh, thank you guys for watching and or listening. And until next time, just like the Los Angeles Lakers, we are out of here. redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.